Freedom Pioneers of Africa. Well, 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 welcome and welcome and welcome to yet another episode of Freedom Pioneers of Africa. Today's episode is episode 11. Ha, we have uh, come a long way, ladies and gentlemen. We really have, eh? And of course, this is our thanks to the uh, Frederick Norman Foundation in Africa and of course, East South Africa. Now, uh, this episode's actually uh, the Freedom Pioneers of Africa, a series is where local uh, community change makers meet with global connectors to see how can they steer them in the right direction. Now, um, local community change makers meet with global connectors to see how can we shift Africa's big thoughts into great opportunities. The future of Africa is often regarded in a strange, unimaginative and pessimistic way. Yet Africa today is full of diversity, economic potential and innovative development. The Frederick Norman Foundation for Freedom is a liberal institution that supports innovation and other liberal policies in Africa and around the world. With this radio program, they aim to encourage young people to take the reins of action and start thinking about how they too can use their entrepreneurial spirit to bring about positive change in their communities and beyond. Find them on social media, Frederick Norman Foundation, Africa. We hear from a true African pioneer who has found an environmentally uh, responsible path to turn plastic waste plaguing Ghana's capital Accra into eco-friendly bricks used to uh, for building houses and roads. Now, just to give you a uh, short interesting information or statistic related to the theme of the episode, these are just some of those. Ghana generates around 1.1 million tons of plastic waste per year. That is 5% of which is collected for recycling. Now, this problem was so bad in 2015 to 2016 that plastic waste filled the streets and choked gutters, rivers and lakes in Ghana cities and towns. The problem became so urgent that the country's government announced plans to impose a partial ban on light plastics in mid-2015. Ghana has taken massive steps to deal with the problem. In 2019, Ghana was the first African country to join the Global Plastic Action Partnership where President Nana Addo Dankwa Akufo Addo said, Ghana after this process will make the best efforts to be a model for other countries in the region and on the continent on issues related to plastic management. This is Freedom Pioneers of Africa, whereby we look at the African in, uh, inventions. Now, in Ghana, one of the biggest challenges that have engaged the attention uh, for policymakers, politicians, governments, and stakeholders is plastic waste management. Each day, tons of waste are generated globally, with some ending up in the oceans, thereby affecting aquatic lives. Nelson Boateng and his team at Nelpast Eco Ghana Limited jumped at the opportunity by riding the state capital Accra of fifth and providing uh, affordable uh, building materials in the form of cement bricks made from plastic waste to build roads 
and buildings. Now here is his story. Freedom Pioneers of Africa. In the Ghana, we have a problem of plastic waste, and according to the UNDP report, Ghana is generating over 1 million tons of plastic waste annually, and only 5% is ever found and recycled. The rest found its way in the drainage, the landfills, the car parks, and others, causing the government huge sums of money to get rid of this plastic waste. So we also have the problem of housing deficit in Ghana, also have the problem of how, uh, schools under trees, and also unemployment. Now, NEPLAS is trying to tackle all these three problems by using the problem of plastic waste. My name is Nelson Boatin from Ashaiman, Ghana, and I'm a freedom pioneer of Africa. Freedom Pioneers of Africa. I started working in the plastic industry at the age of 13, which is child labor. But due to the hardship on my parents, I need to work and also help myself, help them and help my other siblings. In 2012, there was a misunderstanding, so they decided to sell the company. And they put across the board that anybody that brings a buyer will have the 5% commission. I got the buyer, so I set up. I used all the money that I got the commission to set up nail plans in order to help those who lost their job find new jobs. So in 2015, the government decided to ban plastic bags manufacturers. Okay, so by, by then, I've employed over direct, let's say, directly, I was having around 74 workers employed directly and over 300 indirect workers. They are those that pick the plastics, the women that pick the plastic from the environment. And we pay them according to the clothes of plastic which they were able to collect. So when I weigh the, the job I'm creating and if the government brings this ban, what will, what will happen? Not only to myself, but those that depends on me for their food. So I have to think of a way. Even though we felt bad, but we still have to think of a way to keep the business going. And that gave me the turn around to move into something that will save the environment rather than to bring a product out that will pollute the environment and cause lives and property. So now Plus is serving a lot, so many clients, but the issue here is now our waste collectors can take 20,000 kilos of plastic waste from the environment on daily basis. But Neoplast can do only 3,000 kilos due to capacity issues, that we don't have enough equipment and enough space. So sometimes when they collect the plastics, we tell them, please take it back. We will call you when we are in need because one, we don't have the capacity. Two, you you can't keep those uh, waste collectors money with you for long because they solely depend on the collection for food. And uh, thirdly, we don't, we don't we don't have even the space if we have the money to buy we don't have enough space to keep this plastic waste for future use now we have a lot of customers who love the product not only because it's green but it's cheaper and the durability is higher than the concrete one but we cannot meet the demands of the customers some of them even call for a refund because they they can't wait for a long time anymore so our problem now um what Neoplas is facing is we have more of the customers, more of the clients who are willing to purchase the product. We have enough of the raw materials, but the problem has to do with capacity issues. We have over 300 waste collectors. So when they bring the plastics to us, we scale and pay them according to the, uh, the kilos they were able to collect that very day. Now, the plastics are shredded 
and wash if necessary and then mix with the sand at a proportion of 70% of the sand and 30% of the plastics. We add a, a, a little carbon black powder to it and these types of plastic, they all have different melting points and then comes out as a paste. Now the paste will then be placed in a mold with a cooling system around it and then we press it with the hydraulic press. So let's say between 30 seconds to 60 seconds, we get one product out. So in the next three to four years, um, we want to see Neoplast recycling all the 20,000 kilos of plastic waste these women collect on a daily basis to us. Because sometimes hurting, these women will walk through the sun, collect the plastics, and later we will tell them we, we, we can't take it because of capacity issue. So in the next two, three years, uh, three, four years, we are hoping that Neoplast can accept or accommodate all these plastic waste these women bring to us and not telling them to take it back. So we are looking at $2 million to be able to recycle all the 20,000 kilos of plastic waste we receive on a daily basis. Freedom Pioneers of Africa Osewala kuti lero tirimdziko lijala Ghana komwe tukujeza ndi mkulu amene akubanganjerwa zomangira nyumba komasomiseu pogwiritsa nchiroma pepa la plastic otaidwa ngati zinyalala misika dzikolo mkulu uyu ndi Nelson ndipo kampani yao imachedwa Neoplastic eku Ghana kombogirani kuti paja mumakaraso ndi mwai opata ndalama zochuluka mu Freedom Pioneers of Africa ngati mungati uze amene akuchita zozizwitsa kudera kwanuko ndipo mutha kuti uza potumiza mau apa WhatsApp kapena kuti VN ku nambala hii Tell us what you think. Do you think Nelson will be successful with his innovation? Why? We set up a consultation for Nelson with our global connector, Bianca Praetorius, our resident startup pitch coach offering insights into all things technology, digitization and innovation. Let's see what Bianca can do to steer Nelson and Neoprast Eco Ghana Limited to global success. Freedom Pioneers of Africa Hello Hello this is Bianca Pretorius I'm a startup pitch coach from Germany calling you Nelson hi I've seen your business and I thought this is amazing and I thought I really need to talk to you So am I right in, in understanding that you um, used to be a plastic entrepreneur. You actually made your money by producing plastics. And then there was a point in your life where you realized, wait, I have to be on the good side of things in life. And uh, turned absolutely your positions and started a business that collects all the wild plastic in nature that is like tossed there uh, to actually build houses and create plastic building blocks to give housing to people. Is that correct? That is perfect. Wonderful. This is um, this is really exciting because, of course, when when you when when you first see this kind of business, then um, I thought, okay, let's we should all do that. We should like this should be the norm. So um, from from changing those sides, can you tell a little bit um, how um, how did your environment and people around you change when you became came from a person that pushes plastic into the person that takes plastic off um, where it's found. So um, uh, Neoplast 
was incompleted in 2013, where we were doing pelletizing of plastic waste, but that is only to HDP type of plastic waste. So we were making some money. Then in 2014, I decided, no, uh, I'm still not getting enough. So why don't I produce the shopping bags myself out of my recycled HDP waste? So we started with that. Business was good. I was making more money and the banks were so happy to approach me. And then in 2015, June 3rd, Ghana lost over 250 people and, and properties. And with the research they did on, on as to why this flood came about, they found out that the problem has to do with the gutters being choked by plastic waste. So I decided to know, why don't I do, or what I, why don't I venture into a business that saves the environment, that we collect the plastic, but what we bring out is to save the environment, create employment. That is how I started. 15 years ago, um, ecological friendly products were like a nice to have. And people would talk about it like, oh yeah, I care about the environment and that's why I'm building and these sustainable materials. But now, like the UN, the the climate, um, COP 21, 22, 23, like there's so many uh, intergovernmental um, movements to actually make this uh, needed that we like have the Paris Agreement where we said 2050 we're going to all be carbon neutral. So, um, do you see an uplift in that business that could turn it into hopefully in a few years Nelson will sit in front of me and say, you know what, I made ten times as much money with this building blocks compared to my old like last century plastic bags thing. So, do you see that movement in the market happening that you maybe for once can make? better profit margin, or would you say that's always going to stay like that? Now, we are making profit out of this, but not as much as polluting the environment with the shopping bags. With these bricks, you need high energy to melt the plastics. Now, there are alternative ways to generate heat. So that is what I'm looking at. But for now, I'm just trying to keep the business stable. Now, my, my next move is to how to deal with these heating problems, because it's the heating that is costing me high cost of electricity. How was the step on getting other people convinced about investing in this business? We, we, we've, we, we've had some help, UNDP. We have some help from GCIC and other agencies. So what I would say is, uh, when you have a passion to venture into any business, the passion that you have will attract other helping agencies or NGOs to come to your aid to grow their business. Like really important takeaway that I, that I found here is... Um, in a way, innovate where it hurts first. So in your in the in the process of Nelson, like he started with the most urgent problem in the market. And once the business is stabilized, he focused on the next internal problem. So to solve that, in his case, that's the power consumption. So wh what's the most painful problem inside of your business? And that uh, you should jump on first, even if it hurts. So this is why Nelson jumps on the power consumption price because that when he solved that, then uh, everything will be much easier from going forward. So don't solve the easy parts in your business ideas first, but solve the hard parts first. That's the takeaway here. 
financial literacy is actually important because it helps you with understanding how elastic, not your Briggs, but your business is. So in a, as an entrepreneur, you kind of need to be you need to be able to move. So cash flow is a big challenge for most entrepreneurs and of course also for Nelson's business. So when you the listeners think of building your own ones, um, if you focus on your margins, then give yourself a better chance. So that gives you yourself a better chance at survival by not growing too quickly, even if it's tempting, even if you in your mind and your heart you want to become a global business straight away. Um, you might then be easily crushing under your own weight because you don't have the cash flow. Thank you so much for your time, Nelson. Have a wonderful day and speak to you very soon. You're welcome. Freedom Pioneers of Africa. Jibagamba sisi kichimela kugafika ikonqengetshe kuhlelwa ko podcast yakho yanamhlanje. So imbuzo esilawa ke podcast yethu yanamhlanje sithi wena ke ubona njani lapha ke umbonona lo obuye lo Nelson okuguqula ke amaplastiki enza izitina zokwakha izindlu sekusakhiwa ngazo ke even lemgwaqo khona ngale kilizweni legana. Umbuzo wesibili ke lapha nabesi sithi wena ke eh ungazithenga yini izitina ke zenziwe nge plastiki ngoba thina sizijayele ileze zenziwe ke ngezamende ili chebechebe so leze sikanelsen esenziwa ngeplastic wena ungasithenga yini ukuthi uyakhise yakho indlu nga ungangeke wasithenga indaba ungangeke wasithenga umbuzo wesithathu ukuthi sithi ke ubona ngani wapha ama advantages akhona ekusebenziseni ke istina sona lesi sesibuye ke lonelsen eseplastic umbuzo wesini wena ke nxa sithi izidina lezi ungabalazwe ezinjenga zona ezesezibiyelo Nelson ezeplastic ungazisebenzisa ukwenzani sithi ngaphandle nje kokwakhindlu yikuyini okunye ukungasetshenziswa ke izidina zona lezi ezeplastic awusinikeke umzekeliso ke ohlupho lukhona ke sakho isigaba khona ngabo ukuthi usitshela njalo ukuthi wena ke lona lolo hlupho lukhona wena ungaluguqula ngandlela abani lube lithuba ke lebismos Hello Golden Skills. Hey, what's up? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Uh, huh? You want to I... comment on our Freedom Pioneers of Africa for today? Yes, our pioneer Nelson uh, Boateng eh, from is it Ghana if I've heard correctly? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Ghana, yeah. Yeah. Uh now I was listening into the show. I think he's a very um innovative entrepreneur uh uh-huh. of course with his uh business um is it nels nels nelspit nelplast nelplast yeah. i think i think it's his name nel nelson nel is from nelson and then plast is from plastic yeah um i know um i think he's doing a great job especially when it comes to the waste problem in uh and i know a lot of waste countries are suffering with uh, waste waste management um i don't think it's necessarily the case um, in countries uh, like in 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 namibia where we are from um, i think we are uh, we are currently 10th in the world when it comes to uh, cleaner cities yeah um, our cleaner countries <clears throat> but uh, west african countries are definitely having a problem with that so if you have people like nelson boateng who are actively going out there um and and actively keeping up with management themselves i think it's a it's a good 
it's a it's a big it's a big challenge, but but I think there's there's a lot of opportunities um, in that space as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I know uh, that when it comes to to waste management, um, you know, it it has a, a, a there's a lot of benefits, especially when he what he does when it comes to plastic. Mm. Uh, of plastic. There's a whole lot of benefits. I know that um, plastic, of course, uh, the products that you get from the recycling plastics are cheaper. Um, uh, they address a whole lot of social issues. I know he's, you know, build, uh, creating uh, plastic um, uh, bricks so you can build houses. Yeah. So that also addresses another social issue of of housing because housing is so expensive now. Mm-hmm. So if you have cheaper bricks or your materials to 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 build the house is cheaper, then of course the the house itself will be also cheap. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, would you would you buy a house made from plastic bricks, <laughs> and why? Yes, why not? Uh, I, I would definitely consider that. I mean, it's 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 better than nothing. But how strong is this? How strong do you think the house is? Can you is it comparable to the brick houses? Now you know we live in Raymond whereby or let me just say Namibian or let me say coastal towns to be exact we experience a lot of strong winds. Do you mm-hmm. think that it can withstand the wind? I I think so. I think um uh, when when I think these bricks or at least the ones that he's creating on on uh, uh, let's let's move away from a steam plastic <laughs> how we use how we how we normally see it. Mm. it as, you know, you go to the shop, you get products, you put it in a plastic. So you, you think of it as a fragile fragile thing that just breaks easily, mm. or, a, or a plastic bottle. Mm. But if, if, you, if you burn it and you make it into a mold and you add a little bit of ingredients, because I, I know here, I'm reading here that there's, there's also some uh, sand that's added to the to the to the brick itself. Uh-huh. So they add sand to it. They add actual sand to it. Uh-huh. And sand is also it's not like a, a hard thing to find, it's everywhere. Yeah. So you add sand to, 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 to a brick and mold it into a brick, it's, it's I think that is very strong. Yeah. Um I mean it's it, even here it's not just bricks, it's even pavements for, for uh, paving for you know Pavement bricks and 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 road road oh, construction. Road construction, yeah. So, so this thing isn't something that's that's going to break apart. Mm. So I definitely think with with um, items like wind that you mentioned, or maybe even rain. Mm. I just think this product is, is is very strong and it's probably going to last long. Yeah, and I'm actually looking at the pictures here. The pavement pictures are, you know, the 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 bricks that are, they are using for the pavements. So they they look nice, also, you know. They they have added colors to them, and it just looks nice. Yeah, and and understand that plastic is not bad. Uh, is 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 not biodegradable. Yeah. So it will not over time. Uh, the environment won't break it down. Yeah. Not like other products that are in your housing. Like mm. even wood, wood, wood eventually gets old and needs to be replaced. Yeah, definitely. Plastic, plastic will be there for years. Freedom pioneers of Africa.